Welcome to My Best 11 podcast. Today we are joined by a defender who started his career at Wallingford, then moved across to Oxford, Luton, Stoke, spent a very short amount of time at Bolton, Bradford, Cambridge, Stevenage, and has managed an, a, few, a few clubs, including Stevenage, and also been coaches and assistant managers, caretakers at a number of other clubs, including Maidenhead, Preston and Oldham. Today we are joined by one of Marv's best mates, he said to me, in football. How are you, John Dreyer? I'm very well, thanks, Andrew. Very well. How does it, how does it feel to go through those that kind of roll call of clubs? I saw your face was kind of, oh, yeah, yeah. Does it feel a bit, a bit like kind yeah, of, no, was, this I'll, is your I'll, life by Michael Aspel? <laughs> <laughs> yeah well actually you missed a couple out there there was Fulham and uh, Torquay in there they were they were loans as, On loans, as yeah. was um, Bolton as well so yeah yeah I mean there's a there's a list there yeah of course exactly Marv how are you sir I'm good Andrew <clears throat> good to see um Tumble as we called him um yeah. back in the day but um like yeah like you said one of my um best friends in in the game because you know like I said a couple of um, episodes ago, um, sometimes you you mean you have colleagues and they they come and, and you're good as you know, like your best buddies while they're there, but then once they go off, that's it. It's like a, a little bit like a marriage. They're gone. They're out of your life. Gone. Finish. But like um, with tumble acquaintances yes. with tumble and Tippy, um, both of them came to Luton. Both of them left, and I always stayed in touch with those two. Um, primarily, so yeah, it's good. It's going to be a difficult one because he's played with some great players. Yes, very much so. So those people that haven't listened to the podcast before, um, or if you're watching on YouTube, then what we do is um, John will go through his formation and then go through his best eleven players he's ever set foot on a professional park with. As he's going through, he can give a couple of honourable mentions per position and give us a few clues to see if myself, Marv. And listeners at home can guess them. So, we always start off with formation. You're the manager in this game. What formation have you gone with, John, and why? Um, well, it's not necessarily a formation. It's interesting you say that, actually, because I remember being interviewed a few times before and asked what formation I'll play. And I said, I don't know, because I don't know the players well enough. Or whatever the squad I get together, they will determine the formation. And uh, I've, got, I've got the players that I've chosen could play there's different permutations within that uh, group of players that I could actually mix and match I can go to a back three a back four I can go you know three midfielders three up front so so just to uncomplicate things I'm going to go with a, 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 a 80s and 90s 4-4-2 there you go excellent 4-4-2 it is so it sounds like you have a plan B and C, which is very rare in football these days. So that's good to hear. Um, so we'll hand straight over to, we'll jump straight in the goalkeeper. Um, like I said, if you want to give a couple of honourable mentions, feel free. But then off we go with goalie. Right. Well, if, we, if we're going for honourable mentions, I mean, obviously, um, I played with some really, really good goalkeepers. I mean, the, the first one that springs to mind is... Uh, Mark Schwarzer, who obviously um, Australian international. Mark Schwarzer was incredible. He's one of the few goalkeepers you'd actually have in your five-a-side team uh, as the first pick or team because you knew there was a good chance you weren't going to concede a goal. He was that good. Uh, I remember I played with him obviously at Bradford, and he. Um, I remember we played an FA Cup game against Everton, and I was right behind Duncan Ferguson when he headed this one, and it was a bullet header going in the top top corner. 
And I don't know to this day how he got his hand to this to this uh, header. And uh, he tipped it sort of over the post, around the post, over the bar. Uh, and he was just an incredible goalkeeper. I know many clubs wanted him uh, after his spell at uh, Middlesbrough. And, uh, he was outrageously... Um, yes. And also, honourable mention to Peter Shilton. I played with Peter Shilton, of course, uh, at Bolton. We were both on loan there. And uh, so, yeah, yeah, I... I Obviously, Pitt Shilton is a legend of the game. Yeah. What he did at Nottingham Forest and other clubs, of course. But in particular, Forest, I think that's when he was at his absolute peak when they were in European Cups and, and whatnot. And uh, he was instrumental in that. But uh, yeah, we, we, we played a game at Bolton at Burnham Park there. And uh, we got to the, the playoff final is to try and get in the Premiership. And um, we both were staying in the same hotel and he came and knocked on my door and he said, come on, let's go for a drink. Unfortunately, after the game, I was ill. I mean, I was ill. I stayed, I never moved from that hotel for about three days. Um, I was that ill, but I came down with him and bought a bottle of champagne anyway. I didn't last too long. I just had to, you know, get in my room and go yeah. to sleep. I was rough and uh, I bought him a bottle of champagne and I said, have a great night, Pete. And I left. And... I really regret that because it would have been nice just having the, the evening with me and him, you know, just having a chat and whatnot. But, you know, as soon as people saw it was Peter Shilton, there was, there was you know, there was 20, 25 people around us. But it would have been nice to have that little bit of time with him. But, um, yeah, what, what, a, what a goalkeeper. What yeah. A legend. yeah. Jürgen Sommer, another one. I like Jürgen. Jürgen, I know he was on your podcast recently. Um, and what I like about Jürgen was he... he he didn't shy away from coming out for things. And he got a little bit of stick for it. You know, he dropped one or two. But I always said what he did by coming out and, and, and being positive and, and, you know, punching and catching crosses and stuff like that. He, 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 he took a hell of a lot of um, relief off the back ball. I mean, I thought he was a really good, positive keeper and a funny guy as well. I don't think he yes. meant to be funny at times, but he was really funny. Right. Dry sense humour. I don't know if you remember, Marv, when we came back from a game and um, somebody had seen something moving around underneath their car and he, he got a big branch, didn't he? This is <laughs> we, used to, we used to park. We used to park at the, um, at the back of the ground, didn't we, on a way trip. So we come back, somebody seen something shuffling about and he's got a big branch. And I think it was David Pleat said, Jürgen, what are you doing? He said, I'm just trying to flush the little critter out. You know <laughs> Um, he's um, used to animals much bigger than mice yeah. or rats. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was what, what, what a guy. And, and and I'll just tell you a story. When we played uh, West Brom, and there was a, a ball over the top, and there was a little bit of uh, confusion as to whether he should come out. And I think I think one of their players got in and and, and scored on this particular occasion. And I've told this story, Tom. Before. You've told it already. I know, no, but not on here. Oh, you know the story. Moment. Okay, no, so no, I, don't, I don't think I've heard it. No, not, not on no, here. No. Not on here. So, not on so, here, Tom. It, it, it was a sunny day and 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 windy and all this kind of thing going on. But uh, so he didn't come out and gather this ball. And I think David Pleat felt as if he probably should have done. And he said, "Jürgen, do you think you should have come for that ball?" And he said, "Well, you know, Gaffer, the, the you know the." Shadow on top of the six, you know, because of the sun is a shadow on top of the six. The wind was a howling. The crowd was a roaring. And I can't. OK, Jürgen. OK, OK. <laughs> and, then, and then a couple of weeks later, another incident occurred and, and a, a, a similar sort of inquiry came up at the end of the game. Jürgen. And he went, well, he went, all right, Jürgen, all right, Jürgen, before he could go into his, uh, you know, into his pitch. 
but uh, I, I, know, I, I don't. I don't. Terrific keeper don't as well, by the way. What a keeper! Yeah. Is he, yeah. I, I mean, I'm just going to throw it out there. Is your well, did your keeper who you're going to pick playing that same game? What you're talking about? What Aidy Davidson made that save? Where who made what save? You just talked. Um, Mark Swartzer, sorry, Mark Swartzer made that save. Is, is your keeper pick in the same playing the same game where Mark Swartzer made that save? No, no. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. The clue to my goalkeeper is he signed for Liverpool. Oh, I got it. He played for that yellow team as well down the road. Oh yeah, oh, that's very perceptive. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. He's, yep. He's been on the podcast as well, hasn't he? Ah, right. Yeah. So you're probably more gemmed up than in there. Uh, Ordinarily, yeah. I didn't think uh, people people <laughs> people knew forgot that he actually signed for Liverpool. But, how old was he when he? How old was he when he went there? I don't know. Um, I don't really know, to be quite honest. Because uh, he played, um, he played. He got a med- no, he didn't play the league. I think he got a medal didn't he, in the League Cup. In the League Cup, he was on the bench for the League Cup, wasn't he? That's that's correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we, was, we do. We, know, we, we're quite hot on our research, Tom. We do, Andrew and I, we're quite competitive and we, we go quite deep. So yeah. I, I know, I, I thought you might, I mean, you might not have played with him long enough, Neville Southall, because obviously that's what I meant by that like, goalkeeper in the same game. Well, again, Bradford, with, no? There's, there's the other one, honourable mention, Neville Southall, yeah. Matt Clark, yeah. another one, Bradford, you know, uh, but big, big Nev. I mean, Actually, I've been with some good keepers. <laughs> yes. I mean, I, I shared with uh, Big Nev as well. And uh, what he'd do, he wouldn't sleep in the bed, he'd sleep on the floor. So I remember he'd be see- sleeping on the floor near the, near the door. And of course, you have to jump over him to go to the bathroom. And I remember waking up in the night and I was bursting to go to the toilet and I couldn't get over him. I swear, I, you know, it was too tight in the corridor. So, you know, I had to improvise. <laughs> what do you mean he slept on the floor? Why? Where? He just did that. That's what he did. That was what was that used to do. Was that something he's always done? Did he say, or something he just learned? To I, do I don't know. I, I didn't question him. I, you know, it was like, yeah, <laughs> good night. You know, fair enough. I'll. Uh... <laughs> he's just uh, lying in front of the toilet. I mean, obviously, it was it, that was the the problem trying to go to the toilet. So yeah, was, but but, but what you're... never would do. He'd get up incredibly early. It was something he did when he was always at Everton. He'd go down with a kit man, put the kit out. He was always down really, really early. And he was gone in the morning. He'd wake up and he's gone. Oh. Great guy, though. Awesome. But your pick was Alec Chambers. Alec was. Alec was terrific in that uh, year or two years we played together at, at Luton. Um, there is a theme about my choices as well, which I, you'll, you'll probably get further down the line. But um, Alec was uh, terrific. Uh, the plodder, um, he used to pre-season running. He looked like the slowest man in the world, but he was actually in front of me the whole time. So I don't know what that made me in the in the long distance stuff, but it, that was his calling him the plodder. And he used to plod along and at the same pace. And uh, great company, great lad. Um, I haven't spoke to him for ages, but um, he is sure he's a good lad, more. great lad. Yeah, yeah. fantastic. So Alec Chamberlain in goal. Yes. You're now going 4 4 2. So, do you want to go right or left? Uh, we'll start with uh, the right well, right back. Go across. Okay. Um, you. So, am I supposed to come out with some honourable mentions? Because you right can back, do. If you, but no, listen, if you, no, you don't, don't have got them, to, you haven't got them. But, but listen, yeah. some, some of the people who have been on before get a little bit worried and flustered because they just go straight into their right back and then they get battered by people on social media because they've not mentioned this person or that person. I don't know. You don't have to, Tom. Listen, I, 
I, I remember thinking about all the internationals that play. There's a hell of a lot of internationals that play, but you, you can't mention, you can't, sometimes you just don't, you know, you think, oh God, after the event, you become wise after the event. But uh, listen, you know, it is what it is. We're, we're, we're going straight. But, and I'm sure, and I apologize, apologize if I miss out a ton of people, which I'm sure I will do. But, well, I would say if I was doing it, I wouldn't apologize because obviously they weren't good enough, so I don't remember them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> it's a harsh world we live in, isn't it? Um, you know, right back, I, I, I actually thought this morning I played with uh, Paul Parker, obviously ex England, got to the World Cup semis. Uh, I played with him at Fulham and ex Man United, terrific right back. Um, I'll bet you, well, certainly out of the Luton contingent. Uh, nine out of ten will pick this the person that I'm going to choose. And he's a Luton player, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. But you know, listen, Des Linton obviously, obviously had his uh, injury problems. The voice, Des was fa fantastic. I played with Gunnar Hallow, Norwegian international, was really yeah. fantastic. Great energy, up and down. Um, you know, I re I played with Rob Johnson as well. See, yeah. people forget Rob, jo Rob Johnson did a great job for Luton. Yeah, you know, he was in but the. The cup cup final team as well, you know. But um, the, the the player I'm going with, going with, which you'll probably go and guess, he was a was he at QPR and West Ham as well. Yep, he was indeed. And he's called a blinder, which is yes, which has been remembered quite a lot recently about the dog in in the derby game. Derby, yeah, yeah, derby game. Yeah. Oh well, in the well, when we stayed at the last game of the season. Yeah, yeah, yeah he, he, right. That is. He I mean, told he, he told a story that he didn't. He, Andrew, he told a story about. What happened regarding that that goal is like he, he had was, did he have an injection or something? He said in his foot, he had an injection in his foot. Oh, yeah. He couldn't really feel, couldn't feel his foot for the night, yeah, the day of the game. And he oh. and he said he's no, that's it. He, he talked to his dad. He goes, Dad, I don't know. I think I'm going to score today. He goes, Do you? Yeah, 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 yeah. So when the free kick was there, he said, God bless him. Minnie Preci was over the ball, and he goes, Minnie, I fancy this. And Minnie goes, Do you? Yeah, 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 yeah. He goes, touch it to me now. He just touched it to him. He just whacked it as hard as he had and it went to the top corner, as we know. What a strike that was. I know. Yeah. I mean, Tim primarily will be, you know, just associated with the, with the crosses he got. And I mean, the, 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 for a right back, the amount of crosses that guy got in was obscene. Yeah. Um, great energy. What was, I was trying to think of the player, the German player that they used to, his nickname. Oh, in Briegel. the early days. Briegel, Briegel. Was it Briegel? Regal, Regal, oh, no, yeah. that's no Briegel, Briegel, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, what energy that, what energy he had. I mean, he 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 was up and down the whole game. Um, the the only other player I can remember playing with that had the same sort of energy and put the same amount of crosses was Dave Langan, Irish international. Who I played with at Oxford. Yeah, another fantastic cross. who used to supply. Uh, Billy Hamilton. Uh, what about? I mean, I, I don't think I saw him when I was doing the research. But like, was was his, he was at QPR as well, right back? Um, Barsley was he not with him at Oxford? Was he at Oxford? Barsley? Hey, Bar another Barsley. yeah, terrific one. I mean, you know, you've just you've just brought that up. Um, Dave was another one. I mean, he, Dave was an England international as, as well, of course. You know, so you know that's how high, highly I think of uh, 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 Tim. But Dave was another yeah. fantastic boss. I think he he's out in America now as well. I think he uh, coaches or that's know, right. Someone says that academy out there. I'm, I'm, I'm so, so with Tim as your fullback, what did he provide you with? Was he like you said, he was great at crossing, bombing up and down, got the legs on it. 
Um, what did he help you do? As a, did you have to pull him back in every now and again and tell him to come back, or was he always defensive-minded first and attacking second? Well, Tim could defend, but you know the old saying about the best form of defence is attack. I brought to the table, but he was up and down, so he'd do he'd do everything. I, I don't think it was a case of actually having. I can't remember uh, calling, you know, telling Tim to get back in. He was already there. You know, he was yes. one of them. Interestingly enough, um, he he. I mean, it's more modern day thing now, but he, my first goal for, for Luton was probably my second or third game. We played Mansfield in the uh, League Cup. We, we, we absolutely had, I think, 7-2 we beat, uh, if I'm not mistaken. And I, and I scored in that game and Tim crossed it for me. And I was playing left back and he was playing right back. So the right back came up and crossed for the left back. It's something you'd probably see in today's game, yeah. or, but not so much then. But uh, Tim got forward. I was already up there. I was, to be fair, I was just on a screen. You saw the goals going in and yeah. you wanted a part of it. Yeah, I did. Yeah, I wanted to get in on the action, you know, break the duck. What, sorry? No, I was going to go and carry on. I was going to tell a story, another story about you. That, that just, just reminded me about what you just said there about I just wanted to score. I said that happened quite quite often because I don't know, I don't know who it was against. Remember the free kick? And you just ran up. So we had so oh, we got yeah. set free, that was against set Norwich, free I think. That was against <laughs> Norwich. Brian Gunn was organising his wall. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. So Brian, Brian Gunn top. was organising his wall. And I'm saying to, I think Ricky Hill was there, Danny Wilson, whoever. The big, the big guns were there ready to take the free kick. What are you doing? Can't you see Brian Gunn stood on the, stood on the, he stood on the post organising his wall. So I just said, Take it, take it. Look, he's on. so I, I just ran up and took it, and I missed the target. I did. The, it was, it was, it was the worst case in the whole Target. We just passed the post. Anyway, that that was it. You know, everybody's looking and thinking, you just done. And, and we came in at, um, we came in at half time. It was Terry Mancini, wasn't it? Of course, Terry Mancini, great guy. He comes from a, a you know, a boxing background. His family are all boxers. I think he had the golden gloves or. Something like that. The, 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 the pub down at Hammersmith, oh, he was involved with that. And he said, Right, you, if you ever do that again, I'll, you know, I'll punch you or whatever. And I said, Well, you're going to have to punch me because I'll do it again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Terry. But I, yeah, I didn't score on that occasion. But yeah, Tim, back to Tim. He, um, of course, in the year that, that Luton had the famous um, Littlewoods Cup win, uh, I was playing for Oxford. So I joined Luton with three weeks after uh, the final. And um, But we, I was playing for Oxford in the semi-final against Luton. And in the first leg, um, I broke my, the side of my hand in several places, about four or five places, I think, broke. And that was from a challenge with Tim. So I played the second leg a week or two later, whenever it was, uh, with, a, with a cast on and a bandage. Um, and, and co- of course, you know, facing Tim again. But, you know, I saw firsthand the energy he brought to the table, up and down all game. Great. Fantastic. So that's Tim Breaker at right back. Let's go left back. Left back. Um, I'm just thinking about the left backs. Of course, Richard Harvey played with it to, to, to Luton. I'll tell you another player as well. Uh, Oxford. Sorry? Bobby, what about... Uh, the one is this one at Oxford you, you're going to tell us about Bobby McDonald. I've guessed him already. McDonald, another one, uh, Scottish international. What a player he was, you know, he was at Man City, um, great player. He was, he was at the end of his career at uh, Oxford and um, but still a terrific player, wonderful, wonderful left foot. And um, 
didn't quite have the energy to get them up and down the pitch as he probably used to in his in his younger days, but still a terrific player. Um, I was going to mention Julian James because Julian James mm. could play right back, left back. Mm. You could put him in a in a you know dogging role in midfield. He played centre half. You know in the trenches, you want that guy on your side as well. Uh, Ricky <laughs> Larkin, of course, played there. Mitchell Thomas, Mitchell yeah. Thomas. You know he he, yeah. he got um, England B um, uh, international honour. Uh, and, and I think Mitchell had his best run in the team before I was at Luton. Obviously, he moved on then to Spurs and, and then later West Ham. And then, he, and then I played with him later on in his career. And, um, you know, I think he might have even played a couple of times at centre-half as well. If I'm not yeah. mistaken. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, no, another one, Mitchell. Um, I'm trying to think of all, all the left-backs. Um, I'll tell you what, I played with a really good left-back. Really, really good. Welsh international. And... He was another player that got, that got uh, injuries. He got injuries uh, that, 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 you know, obviously hampered his career. What but club was this? Uh, what club? What club was this? Oxford. Oxford. Welsh international. Really good player. I mean, he had physique, great physique. He could get up and down, strength. He was good in the air. He could probably play centre-half. I think he did for Wales, but um, I, th- I just thought he had everything. And, uh, and, I, and we were playing in the same position. In actual fact, I'll tell you a funny story. Girlfriend, now it's his wife, made a call and, and it was the woman that threw me, rang, rang up and said, uh, can we do an interview? Where from, you know, blah, blah, some paper. And I said, okay, um, young, naive footballer, you know, and uh, and they said, well, what's your, your thoughts on the reports that uh, Atletico Madrid have come in for you? Don't know about that. I'm skirting around the, and all the rest of it. And it turns out it was this player's girlfriend. He was just on the wind-up and he got me hook, line and sinker. I mean, I, was, <laughs> I thought I was in a proper interview, you know. <laughs> You're trying to play it down, but also, you know, they got me. Right. They got me hook, line and sinker. But um, yeah, this guy, you're not going to get it. Neil Slatter. Oh, I know the name, but you're probably right. I know oh, yeah. Some terrific player, but he, he just got, he had some bad injury, you know, like a lot of um, players that curtailed his career. Though. Your so, pick. Give us clues for your pick now. Is it, is it clues? Clues. Um, he played for one club. Um, just trying to think. That's not really much of a clue because that could be a hell of a no. um, yeah. Same surname as you. There you go. There's a good clue. You didn't do your research, did you? No, I'm got. I'm out. I'm, which club? Yeah. What do you want? How many clues do you want? I'm giving you a surname. <laughs> right. I'm going to chuck it out there. I reckon you picked Marv. There's a man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's a, there's a bad, oh, Miles that's my left stupid. back, and that's I'll give you—you you can't pick I'll me. Give you you can't pick to, I listen. It's my, I'm the manager. Don't question the manager. Right? I pick the team, right? So I've got. I've got. I like. Listen, I'm, I, as well as as being involved in football for for most of my working life, and 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 up to recently, I should say, um, I'm also a football supporter, and. I like the unexpected happening. I, I, I like I like people that will do something that will get me off my seat, Marv. Yep. I don't know if I, I saw a clip, and I don't know if it was you put it on Facebook or something like that. Um, was it your last goal? It was a really good goal at Luton. Oh, you, against you were, I looked like you were playing left back, and you played a few yes. one twos and seven, seven, seven like yeah, um, against yeah, the one two, and, and it was a really good goal. And you know, yeah. there you go, there you go. You know, I think, I think. The other thing as well, and I was talking about um, different permutations within my team. Mark could also is he may say he's pro- primarily he was a centre half, and he was. And I think like myself, I started off as a left back, 
And I think I outgrew the position. I just, you know, from being whatever, 11 and a half stone ringing wet, you know, suddenly you're 13 stone going up then to 14 stone. I didn't, you know, putting on this extra bulk, you know, you talk about boxers, it affects them. Well, it's certainly going to affect a footballer over 90 minutes running running up and down the pitch. And um, I outgrew. So, you know, you were sent a half. But I think there was a period when, you know, bit younger before, before you built up you started yeah. building yourself up and putting on more weight and stuff because that's what you had to do playing the center half because it was a tough position in that that period but you had the when you were a little bit younger energy to go up and down the pitch and we, and we were, and I, probably, yeah, I would get you i would be coaching you this day and age you'd be arriving at the back post marv right. arriving at the back post <laughs> and then as you can remember the season from that alone and we, and we and probably, if you're honest, we probably were similar in how we played because when we used to play, you remember Danny Wilson? Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> well, that's the thing. Well, that's the thing. Well, I mean, with the best will in the world, we weren't exactly answered. Now, I, I, I don't know, were you? I mean, I was a left winger. I started my career in men's football left, as a left winger. So, left you know, I was, yeah, I was a left yeah, winger. the tight, you know. So you used to taking players on and it's a... You know, football, it's a, it's a form of expression. And if, if you, you know, you, you take away that expression, you know, it's... It, you know, so just going back to what I, what I meant by that, Andrew, Danny Wilson, because Danny Wilson, obviously, was um, Northern Ireland International, like, like yeah, I mean, wasn't yeah. like a big player for Luton. Yeah, big player, and yeah. It was, yeah. And um, it used to be like, I can't do his accent, but like, it was like, I used to go on a dribble sometimes, and then Tumble used to go on a dribble sometimes, and it'd be like, Every now and then, depending on which one it was, but I remember him saying it to me, he goes, Marvin, get rid of that ball. He goes, I don't know who's that worse. You are the f***ing tumble. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> but, you know, that, that imagine, though, just imagine. I mean, today you'd be saying, yeah, go on, go and do it. You know, yeah. you'd be encouraged to do it. And I think um, the, the then you weren't so much encouraged to do what what you do. I don't think people would sort of like hammer you if it came off, but you get hammered if it didn't come off. Yeah, something you know, something happened or a team got counter attack or whatever the case yeah. may be. Um, so you, you weren't necessarily encouraged to sort of like go on sort of like. Uh, well, it's, it's go, it goes it goes back to what take risks. It goes, risk. Yeah, it goes back to what you said about for me. It was like well. The best form of defense is attack. If I've got the ball and I'm running down the field, I haven't got to defend, but I'm gonna have fun at the same time. That's yeah. how I looked about it. Yeah, I mean, very true. Center backs, center backs. Yes, center backs. Center backs. Okay, right. Um, I was just thinking about the center backs I'd sort of with. I'll tell you, who was a good center back, uh, unassuming, quiet guy, uh, Andy Melville. Really good. Just very good. Very Andy good. Andy Melville, uh, another Welsh yeah. international. Um, I think Tippy had him in his in his team. I think Tippy did have him in his as his centre back. Oh yeah, terrific. Yeah, yeah. Two players I played with at uh, Oxford. I know. Shotton, Shotton, and Griggs. Briggs and Shotton. And Briggs and Shotton. So, that's it. Gary Briggs. Great, great guys. Had muscle um, in his head. They had muscles here. What yeah, yeah, out? yeah. Mal Shotton did. Well, Briggsy did as well. I think. I think they both did. And what we used to do on a Friday, we used to have. Um, we used to. They just like to get some crosses in. So they do some corners and stuff like that. And it was just Briggs, I don't know, John Aldridge in there, whatever. But it was mainly Briggs and Shotton would just come steaming in. And they'd start their run from about, God knows, 25 yards. You know, it was like they're running directly at the goal. And we were stood there in the six-yard box. 
<laughs> with a target on our heads, you know. <laughs> it was brutal. And so these boys used to come in. Briggsy would just, anything that got in his way, he's going to take out. So what you, it's a Friday. I mean, who needs this on a Friday? You know, you're not, you're not, you know, you're, we were young pros. We, we weren't playing for the next day. So what the hell? So you'd skillfully just miss the ball by about an inch and just let them score, you know. Yeah, you know, give them, give them a bit of confidence before the game tomorrow, you know. Anyway, there was a lad there, and, and he's passed away, unfortunately, but a good guy uh, called Stephen Aries. He was a big guy, and he used to play in the reserves at Oxford up front. And uh, he said to me, right, I'm going to win the next. <laughs> All the best, you know, kind of thing. And, and <laughs> the call's gone up, and he's gone up then. Briggs is the worst person as well, Gary Briggs. Took him out. There's claret everywhere. St- Steve Aries is lying unconscious on the floor. He's headed his head. Briggs, he's cut his eye, which was nothing new, even on a Friday. He's had stitches and he played the next day, but he's, he's lying unconscious on the floor. And I'm thinking, what? Right. You know, told you. That's that what you You were probably still over him going, told you so. You were still over him going, told you. What do you expect? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. You know, yeah. Learned his lesson the hard way, but uh, yeah, yeah. So it's not those two. Of... It's not those two, though. It's not those two. No, no it's not. Um, I'll tell you another good player played with, with um, they were both at Bolton, was, was Alan Stubbs and Goodney Bergson. Goodney Bergson, of course, Icelandic international. Yeah. Um, he played for Spurs as well. Um, and uh, Mal Donaghy could have easily gone in. I mean, it, it was probably, I'm thinking, between probably three players, I'd have said. And, and I may have missed some more out. And, but Mal Donaghy was an obvious choice to go straight in. But uh, I actually thought about this one. And I played with a lad at Bradford called Marco Sass. Everybody was looking at his play. He was a Dutch, Dutch player. Unbelievable technique. Hardest shot in the world. Um, I mean, in training, you just, you know, if he's going to shoot and you're facing it, get out of the way. We'll take your head off. He was brutal, but, but fantastic technique. Had all the tools there. And I don't know what happened, though. I think there was a big move to, to a premiership team that didn't, didn't happen. And he kind of just lost his way. And he ended up going back to Holland. And I, I believe he was sent, whatever. But uh, that was Marco Sass. But, uh, yeah, Mal Donaghy, brilliant, brilliant player. I think the perfect complement to, to Steve Foster. Uh, and and you know you know he's, he's, he could have quite easily gone in right and but I, fantastic player and obviously he went to Man United and um, Chelsea and, and Chelsea after after that you know in in the yeah. twilight of his career that's how good he was you know that's how good he was uh, but yeah so the, the right side I've gone with Fozzy Steve Foster oh so we weren't allowed to get it then all right oh pardon me <laughs> the headband it's all right it's all right. Yeah, Fozzie. I, I had Fozzie in my Pardon team. Me, yeah, yeah, I've just gone straight. I, I think it was probably an obvious one. Um, yeah, Fozzie. Yeah, arguably in in in, in sort of like recent uh, history, the most successful sort of like captain. Great captain as well. Funny, funny guy. Yeah, really funny. I remember. Um, I remember speaking to. There was a coach you worked with, um, David Coates. Yeah, coach, coach, yeah. He, he came to Oxford, and and while I was at Oxford, I mean, he was he was fantastic for me because before stats and everything came out, when I was playing at Oxford, um, we had a very successful team that also won the, the Milk Cup, and you know they'd mm. they'd come through the divisions and then the top top division in in the first division then, but the team got old, the team got old, collectively got old, and um, so. The new kid on the block comes in, me, I'm playing left back. And when there was mistakes being made, I was getting the blame. 
I'm I'm not even on the right side of the pitch. I'm on the other side. Yeah, but you should have shouted at him, and he should have shouted at him. Your fault, you know. And I was like, it was ridiculous. And uh, but I could see what was going on. The manager didn't want to pick on the these lads that have been doing it year in year out. And uh, you know, so somebody had to take the blame, and the, the young kid took the blame. So, um, but um, where are we going back to? Uh, I've, I've, I've meandered off my story. Coatsy, David Coates. David, David Coates. Coates. David Coates. So yeah, Dave Coates actually got all the stats and said. You know, with because I came, I was in the team, then I came out of the team, and he was always fighting for me. And he said, um, with him in the team, you know, you're you're getting X amount of points per game. With him not in the team, you get an X amount less. It was less, you know. So he was he was fighting my corner, which was great. And Dave Coates always said to me, um, if you ever play with Steve Foster, you'll become an international. And obviously, I did play with Steve, but I didn't become an international. <laughs> um, but yeah, great experience because he was. Um, I did catch a bit of your podcast, you know, the little snippet, right. yep. whereby yep. he said he, you know, wasn't interested in management. I and mean, then, of course, mm. you know, he's, he's been successful in other areas of business and stuff. And um, he would have been, I do think he would have been a brilliant, brilliant manager. He might not have been able to relate with the current trends and, and, and what's going on with football today. But I think at that time, that moment in time, if he'd gone straight into it, he would have been a brilliant manager, a great people person. Yeah, great uh, humor. I think he understood people as well. Yeah. And, um, I think he would have been a very, very, very good man. No question no. about that. Yeah, put Fozzie in. Yeah, all right. Side. Who's next left to Fozzie? Who's next to Fozzie? Left side. Left side, right? Yeah. Obviously, Mal was 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 a very obvious choice to to myself. But I'm I'm going for a person who um, I learned an awful lot from. I know. Was, I learned. Sorry. Was this at, was it was this where when you was at Oxford or Stoke? Or Fulham. I'll give it away. I say. Okay. 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 Uh, okay. Um, he no, no, he he primarily played at um, arguably a, be regarded as a, a as an unfashionable club prior to coming oh. to. Oh. Did he have a famous That's dad? Like, famous dad? No. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm struggling for clues here. Actually, no, um, no. unfashionable club. I'm not, I, I'm, um, uh, let me think. Let me think. I'm gonna throw it out there. Did he? Did he? Did he win the FA Cup? Yes. Did he? <laughs> so I was going to say that, but I thought I'm giving that away. No, because look, look at Andrew's rate. Did he play for? I might not even have the right one. I might not. Did he play for a Midland club? Yes. Who was at Oxford around then? Oxford is um, not Midlands, is it? Oxford. I no, think. I meant as in that's the club that John played with him at. That's what I'm thinking. No, I'm not that. Oh, I see. I see. I know where Oxford is. <laughs> Right, right. Think, um, yeah, I, I'm just thinking, is that regarded as Midlands? I think it is, but yeah, go on. Yeah. Uh, you got it, Andy? No. Which club was it at? He played, he, he played he, I'm thinking now, I'm guessing, someone can correct me, he played with him at Luton. Are you asking me or? No, I'm, to, to, yeah, well, I'm, I'm trying to give Andrew a clue. If I'm wrong, just say, well, no, you didn't. If you played with him at Luton, this player. Yeah. Yeah, I got it then. I'm not bad. <laughs> should I should I be getting this? Um, he's he's not been on the podcast. I want to get him on the podcast. I mean, I've played with him. Um, he's the only <clears throat> he and I played a full season every single game at centre half for the club. Didn't miss a single game. Oh, I was, cap- rare I was club captain at Luton, and uh, David. David Pleat brought him in and he took over the captain. Captain, really, really. leader, so led by example. Didn't take any crap from anyone. Um, oh, okay. Great defender. 
Huh? Draw a peak? Yes, it is. Yes. Well, I thought I thought it was vastly underrated. People say, oh, you know, he's you know got you know not not overly big for a centre half, not massively quick. Never got caught out though. No. And he he could compete in the air because he he'd jump early. He did what he had to do. He got his body in positions. He um and he read the game. That's why he didn't need to have that ridiculous pace. Right. You know, but, uh, what what play? I learned an all you know with the with the time I was at Luton with him, and I was then probably getting to experience sort of stage, you know, and and I learned a lot from him and the way he talked, the the the, the things he saw, and he was. Um, I mean, I, I I used to laugh with him. when there was we set a record. I know seven was, yeah seven games a clean we sheet. Into, did we do seven games or into the eighth seven. game? Barnsley we could, of all teams. Barnsley we can see seven clean yeah. sheets. Yeah. yeah, it was like it was like, and that was uh, played played with um, with uh, Trevor in that period, and um, his his reactions to certain. So, for example, yeah. if a if a you know cross came and it was headed clear, bang, he's straight onto that next next ball. He wanted the defense out, you know, and this was the kind of thing. This works, and you know, he was straight. But he used to shout, "Kill him!" or something like that, <laughs> didn't he? <you? laughs> so somebody's. Bringing the ball down on the edge of the box, you know, we're ready to get it. In here. Kill him! <laughs> oh my god, you know, I'm I'm only playing for fun. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I, I remember the first time he did that, and I, you know, I was out with him. You know, we're, we're reacting, we're going like that, and I heard kill him, and I'm running out, and I'm burst out laughing as I'm as I'm running out. You know, <laughs> but. Uh, I mean, you know, but funny you should say that because um, there'd be some funny things happening on the pitch quite a lot of the be. time. But, but Wayne, was, yeah, but yeah, terrific. Wayne, but, I mean, Wayne Turner had him in his team, and Wayne um, said, "Like, yeah, like exactly what you just said there." He said, "Um, it was like unreal because he said he, he went and watched him um, against a young what was it Paul Furlong? I think it was, and yeah. Paul Furlong had been scoring goals for fun and strong, athletic, and he's yeah, saying, yeah. "Well, this is going to be a tough game." and he said peak, he had him in his pocket. He was pressing him, moving up the field. He, and when Furlong came off the ball and he thought he was tight, he turned around and it was a it was a masterpiece from Peak from Peaky how he played him. Nibble away, game. wouldn't he? He wouldn't if he got you in a corner, you'd never get out. No. Nibbling, kicking away at you. He was like a rash. Yeah. I really underestimated. But you know, that's the kind of guy he was. I mean, he's still involved in football. I really was still involved with Leicester. Um he was doing Is he? The youth over there. I thought he left um, then. Oh, I don't know, is he? Oh, I don't know. I mean, I've been trying to get in touch with him, to trying to get him on, but I've, right. I've not, uh, been, even Wayne's not been able to track him down, so yeah, I'll but still that, continue. You know, he's, you know he's, he wasn't out there. He wasn't an out there kind of person. And um, he's another one, I would have said, would have been a great manager. Yeah. You know, but he, he just probably, as sooner being the, maybe a bit like myself, just did in the background and, and you know, maybe not looking for the glory or, or you know, had an ego to massage. I don't know, but he, he, he would have been another great, great manager. I had a, uh, you know, I played against uh, Luton. I had a, uh, a stinker up there anyway. I think I was sent off, but the game the following season, but we're playing, I'm at Stoke now after spending six years at Luton. I'm at Stoke. We're playing Luton away. I'm not even in the squad, not even travelling. So they've travelled down, I've, you know, obviously stayed in a hotel or whatever. I just travelled down to, I had my house in Luton. So I've gone down to Luton. I don't think I slept. I don't think I slept. Game the next night. I've been in town. 
I hadn't even eaten all day. Anyway, I, I thought, <laughs> so I turned up at the ground to watch the game. I, you know, I've not looked after myself. I haven't had a drink or nothing. And uh, I turned up at the, the, the ground and I thought, should I just go in and wish the lads all the best? I, I didn't, you know, it was like touch and go as to whether I'd even go in or I'd just watch it. So I, I walked in the changing rooms and I said, uh, all, right, all the best lads, you know, uh, Lou McCurry, the manager, said, what are you doing? I said, what do you mean, what am I doing? He said, what are you doing? I said, I'm just wishing the lads all the best. He said, get your kit on, you're playing. I said, I'm not even in the squad. I'm not brought any kit or anything. He said, now we'll sort you out with some boots. I went on left wing. I was an absolute disgrace, as you can imagine. I mean, I hadn't slept, I hadn't eaten. I'm, I'm, I think I was putting down some or whatever they had, Jaffa cakes, bananas, I was stuffing down my neck for one out there. And as a consequence, I got substituted in the second half. I mean, it was pure humiliation stuff. Why, <laughs> why, why did he play you if you weren't in the squad? Well, I don't. I still don't know to this day. I just turned up there in the changing room and said, all the best lads, what are you doing? Get your kit on, you're playing. And it was just sort of like that. He just, I, I, and I was terrible. I, mean, I think was Mitchell playing right back. We had the easiest game ever, and I was, I was awful. I got substituted, and somehow it, uh, Stoke actually won that game. I don't know how, but it was, it was, it was it, the only, the only plus about that is I got substituted. All the Luton fans stood up, and all the Stoke fans. So I got an ovation, you know, from all of them. As bad as I played, I still managed to get a, a rousing applause from from both sets of supporters. But I was right. Let's go. Welcome back. Yep. Definitely. So what we're going to do, we're going to pause it there. And when we come back for the second half, we'll hear the rest of Andreas' My Best 11. Thanks for listening. If you haven't already, you can subscribe at My Best 11 Pod and leave us a five-star rating. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at My Best 11 Pod. Email mybest11pod at gmail.com. Welcome back to the second part of John Dreyer's My Best 11. I'll hand straight over to Marv for Marv's 60 seconds. Quick fire, 60. Whenever you're ready, Marv. Are you ready, Tom? I am. Just quick, just quick fire answers back. Messi or Ronaldo? Messi. Golden goal or penalty shootout? Golden goal. Best player you've ever seen live? So not, not in, I mean, you've gone to watch and you've seen him play. Um, um, what's the best? Ooh. Best ground you've played at? Liverpool Savannah, aren't I? I'll have to go Wembley. If you wasn't a footballer, Wembley. what would you have done? Um, cool. Something in design. VAR or no VAR? No VAR. Spontaneity is the name of the game. <laughs> if you could, ch- okay, this is the one. Change, if you can change one rule in the game, what would it be? Um, 20 to be quite honest, but what, what would the one be? Um, uh, it, it would probably involve something to do with the divers, the divers, All right? Get um, them out of the game. Um, so yeah, this is a true set of that. I don't know, monetary that would be good, wouldn't it? You know, like do them a week or two weeks. Now, no one will probably see that money, but uh, yeah, they'd have to donate. I don't know, put them on a, on a big sort of like platform. With a, a hat on, with C, cheat, humiliate these guys, <laughs> get them out the game. All right, yeah. and last one. Final one. Favorite other sport? Golf. Okay, golf. So, who did you support growing up then? Did you say Liverpool during that? Liverpool, yes. Yep. Yeah. Is that, because um, obviously you're from the Northeast though, um, born up I in Way. And what, what made you go Liverpool? Um, well, I came down from the Northeast. I mean, I, I, my first recollection of a game was actually in the Gallagher end with my uncle. 
because my, my, my family are black and white. Well, my cousin's at Sunderland Sport, but my uh, majority of the black and white. And my uncle took me to a game and I was a little kid and I'm on his actual shoulders in the Gallagher end and Malcolm McDonald was playing. He was an ex-Luton player, but he was a, a Newcastle sort of like legend, number nine, quick as anything. He was playing up front. And I think he might have scored that day as well. But I was so young, you know, I can vaguely remember that. So young. Um, but yeah, I, so I, I, I sort of like started supporting Liverpool. Strangely enough, I, I, I liked, I was a left winger as a kid and, um, and, and as an adult. And um, I liked Steve Highway. And that was, he was my favourite player at Liverpool at that time. So they just got beaten in the, in the FA Cup final, which would have been probably 71. I think it was Charlie George may have scored the winner. Steve Highway actually scored. And I started supporting them, even though they lost that game. But uh, that was the team I supported from there on in. Excellent. That's funny, that is, Grant, that's similar to me. So that was in, what, 71, Dumb. That was 71, so, yeah. I, yeah. And, then, and I, it was 77, I remember watching the first cup final live, and that's when they got beat against Man United, and that's why I supported Liverpool in 77, because they lost 2-1. Yeah, they lost 2-1. So despite all the winnings they have, you two started supporting Liverpool because they lost again. Yeah, and that's strange. Mm. <laughs> Isn't it? <laughs> so you can't say we're, we're you know we're, we're chasing we're glory hunting you know mm. um, we, we, we support the losers of that particular occasion or case yes. yeah so we'll move on to your midfield um, which I don't know how you're forming your four I know you said it's fluid anyway but I'll let you work out where you want to go next right okay um, I'll start on the left hand side this time so it's a midfield four I'll start on the left hand side Um so m- mentions, uh, I've played with some some terrific um, midfielders, terrific midfielders. Uh, I'll tell you who I played with at Bradford. And, and, and strangely enough, he was, a, he was at the end of his career, but still a, a fantastic player. And he used to do some outrageous things. Uh, I know you're going to say. I know you're going to say. He's a bit... Chris uh, Tottenham. Tottenham. No. Chris Waddle. Not Chris Waddle? No, but he's in there. Not this particular player. He was. He played at Aston Villa. Aston Villa legend was still there last time I heard doing. He was oh, doing the not um. Oh no! Brilliant midfield. Oh, I'll tell it. Give you Wait, a no, 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 don't, don't give me his name. Was he? A, was he a winger? No. Oh, uh, centre midfielder. Yes. And he, yeah, yeah. Um, Gordon. I'm just. Gordon uh, yeah, sorry. I'm going midfielders in general here. As right. my Gordon. Cowens. Oh right. Okay. Sorry. Gordon yeah. Cowens. Yeah. Pardon. Pardon me. Um, Gordon Cowens. What yeah. a player. Ridiculous player. If he didn't have time, the ball's bouncing. He used to pass it with his shin, you know, rather than it saved time. He used to shin it to people. <laughs> he was out. Of course, he, 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 you know, people say that he, he was very um, influential in, in the making of, of um, what's his name? Um, went to Arsenal out in Italy. David Platt. Oh, yeah. He, he was very instrumental in, in laying on a lot of his goals and stuff. But so, yeah, I've jumped the gun. I've gone centrally, haven't I? Right. I should have stayed sort of right wing. All right, left. I'll give you a left, a left winger, a left midfielder. Uh, he did go into the centre later in his career, but uh, he was primarily uh, Oxford, a left midfielder. Uh, Ray Houghton. Yeah, obviously, it's, and a being Liverpool fan as well. All oh, right, all oh, right. We're in a we're in a majority here. Then great. It's, um, oh no, no, I'm not. No, I'm no. As in, oh, I'm you're not. In, Sorry, I meant as in he obviously Liverpool ex Liverpool as well. That's what I meant. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. And and yeah. you know, famous for scoring. No, and, 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 and for the Republic of Ireland. Andrew's a Luton fan. 
That was a big okay, right, great, great. Um, <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, so Ray out, Ray out on there. He was a left sider. Other left sider who was um, really, really good player, and he did so well at Bradford. So well at Bradford. Did he um, play at? Is he a jinky winger? He was a jinky winger. Small. He used to do the same thing. He used to like count, like just cut inside and hit a wonder goal. <laughs> <laughs> well, he wasn't that small, but yeah, he's um, yeah. He liked no? the shot. Yes, Peter Beagle. I mean, you need, you, need uh, you know, you, you need uh, new cartridges by the end of the game, ninety minutes because he'd be chopping that much. Um, Peter Beagle. Peter Beagle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not my pick, by the way. But uh, no, yeah, no. Great player. Um, Alan Thompson as well. Bolton. He played on the left, some central, go left as well. Um, but yeah, so my 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 left sider, my left sider, um, clues. Close. Um, He's just trying to think of something hard so we don't get it. I'll get it. Doesn't matter. Look at him. He's so competitive. Tumble is. Oh, you go then. To... I'll give you one. Go on. I think he was involved in in, in coaching at Luton. I know he was involved in coaching elsewhere, but he was involved coaching at Luton. Okay. Did you play with this player at Stoke? No. Not who I thought it was. Then. Involved in coaching at Luton. Yeah, yeah. I think I think he he might still be. He might. I know he what he was at one point. No, he won't be now though. He won't be now. Uh, that's a poor clue, actually. Because that's just... was he or not at Luton? What do you mean? Coaching. Yeah. Coaching. Yeah, I think he was. <laughs> it's a poor clue, isn't it? Go on, then, keep going. Go on. Hold on. Let me give another let me give another clue. Um he at one point played for Nottingham Forest. There you go. Yeah, I think I've got it. Oh, go on, then, Andrew. I haven't, I haven't got it. Kingsley Black. Yes. I was thinking of Kingsley, and I'm thinking when he said coaching, I thought, well yeah, done. I yeah, Kingsley. He was coaching at Luton, wasn't he, for a bit? I, I don't know, he... know if he was. I don't know if he was. I know he was uh, tra- uh, coaching down at Baldock or somewhere like that. He might have been involved in some scheme, but I thought he went to Luton for a bit. But um, mm. No, good player. Yeah, Kingsley. Good player. Yeah. Very good. K- Kingsley Very good. had this. See, I mean, we, you know, former brother-in-law and everything. He, he, he got his move to Forest. It was a million, million and a half or something like that at the time. A lot big money move. And I always felt it wasn't the right move for it. And I'll tell you the reason why. And it's because of one person, Stuart Pearce. Stuart Pearce was brilliant, brilliant left back, overlapping all the time. I and mean, he was the man. He was the man, no question about it. So I, I remember speaking to Kings and he, he, I think he, he ended up saying, I'm, you know, I'm just a sort of like standing left back because the man is getting at, you know, he wants it inside, outside, you know. Yeah. He, Stuart Pearce and, and, and quite a big character and I didn't think it was the right move for him and the type of play he was I was thinking that at the time you know I wasn't being wise after the event but um, what a player at Luton and he was a brilliant finisher he yeah, looked he like at times he was a scruffy finisher and he wasn't he had no back lift and he hit it early and that was the key remember the goal I think he's did he get the winner at um, Derby that time that yes, yes. Yeah. right foot Derby. right foot it's, it's everything early. It's everything. No, no, you know, like people say, oh, you know, it was a bit slap. Oh, yeah, yeah. But what about the other 50 slaps? <laughs> I mean, they, all, they all do the same job. They're going to yeah. the bottom corner. Great hard worker. Good lad as well. Yeah. Good lad. I hadn't seen Kingsley Frazier's and I went to get my hair cut in Amptill and I saw somebody in Costa Coffee waving at me and I kind of waved, but I couldn't see who it was because there was a reflection on the window and I kind of waved and Polite, and so I've gone down to the hairdresser. As I got down to the hairdresser, I thought, 
who the hell was that? And I, I, I just, the curiosity got the better of me. And I walked back and it was, I looked in there and there was Kingsley and hands in for ages. It was great to see him. And we just sat there and had a chat for ages and uh, seeing what he was up to and all the rest of it. But yeah, what, what, what a lad, you know, he's one of them in the change room. You, you wouldn't know he was there sometimes. Yeah. Quite a lad, but like to drink, you know, like to go out and he's good, you know, he liked to socialize and um, uh, just, to, just a, a good player, and he, and he had goals as well as assists. He had goals in his locker, and uh, you know, to to to, to as a modern day pl- player, he could play in the modern and, day. And 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 when he, <coughs> excuse me, so we've had him on here, and you know what Kingsley's like. Speaks very um, proper, and he was talking. He was going, I'm, I'm, "Am I allowed to swear on here?" I was, "Yeah, you can say what you want. You can, you can say what you want, Kick. You can say what you want." He goes, "Okay." So this, he went, "Bugger." That was the word, that was the swear word, bugger. That was the swear word. That was okay. it. That's well, I don't know if you remember. Were you there? We went We went away to America. Yeah, in Innisbrook. Innisbrook Golfing Resort. What a place, by the way. And, yeah. um, and we went, we had a day, we had a, we had a choice um, to play another round of golf, which we did pretty much every day, or go down to, um, what was the, what was the, where they have all those Art Nouveau buildings? What's the place called? I don't I don't know. I say Art Nouveau. Oh, we went down, we anyway, we had a choice to go to the coast or we, we, we anyway, we've all gone out the coast. We've got a minibus and we've all gone out the coast. And it was the strange, it was, it was actually bizarre. We're walking down the beach. There was a load of us just walking down the beach. Who comes in the opposite direction? John Burridge in the skimpiest of uh, speedos you've ever seen, tanned up, walking down. He's got his jet mat, curly sort of light hair, walking the opposite way. Miami, was it Miami? Was it somewhere yeah, Miami, Miami, that's it. Yeah, Miami, Miami was, Beach. Yes. Colourful buildings and everything. And um, he's walking the other way. Well, what's the chances of seeing John Budgie Budget Burridge walking <laughs> down Miami Beach, the opposite? And Kingsley walked past me. I don't want to repeat, even on here, what he said. But he said, he went, and it was Kingsley that spotted him. Kingsley turned around and said, all right, John. Yeah, all right, lads. He's walking down, yeah. All right, lads. Yeah. And um, Kingsley turned around to me and he said, He's an F in C. (laughs) 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 And it was it was unusual him Kingsley say that. I said, What do you mean? He said, Yeah, a corner, he trod on my foot on purpose. (laughs) You know, the normal thing a keeper would do, you know. You're in the you're in the visiting area, they'll tread on your stud you. I've never ever heard Kingsley say a swear word. Sorry, Kingsley, I'll put you in it, but yeah. You said that. <laughs> All right. Fantastic. So let's keep going across the midfield, wherever we're going to go. So we're going to go, uh, uh, I'm going left to right. So left central, the two centre midfields. I'm doing the left-hand side. Um, I'm just trying to think. I mentioned Alan Thompson that that, that I played with there. Um, McAteer was another one. Jason McAteer, excellent. Yeah. Another terrific player that played there. Um, the player I'm, 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 I'm choosing... Um, is do you play for Luton? I'm thinking of clues. Do you play for Luton? Yeah, you play for Luton. Yeah, and do you play for um, Warsaw? You play for Warsaw as well. Yeah, every, every, has he got has he got has he got a, a stand named after him? Has he? I didn't realize he had. Yeah. should have. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 in the corner, in the corner, yeah, in the corner. Away from the main oh, right. Yes, of course he does. Yeah, 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 right. God bless so. him. Yeah, 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 what a player. What a player. David Priest, David Priest, mini, mini. Yeah, yeah, yeah. what a player. I mean, he he um, 
England B International, of course. Um, what can I say about him? You know, a friend. I work. I work. You know, I didn't. I work with precinct more clubs than I did with anyone. Oh, Cambridge as well. But it was Cambridge. Where else? Yeah, was yeah. It? Was it, obviously Luton, Cambridge. I was Stevenage for a bit. Yeah. We went over to Rushton and Diamonds. Ket, I think Kettering for. It was, you know, there's five or six clubs. I think I was with precinct. Not always playing, of course, but um, he was very instrumental in bringing me back from. I I, I was at um, uh, Bradford. And um, I was at the end of my contract. Strangely enough, I got offered a two-year contract. I mean, who turns down a two-year contract in the Premiership? I did, to go to Cambridge. <laughs> so um, I, I, I finished, you know, finished it. We just, just stayed up the last game of the season. We, we, we beat Liverpool last game of the season. And I'm playing central midfield. And I'm a month away from 37. And I kind of, if I was being honest, I'm thinking... A, would I be playing much the following season? They'll probably look to strengthen. And, and, and B, can my body take the Premiership for another year? But I was offered another year as a player and a year as a coach. And I turned it down just to carry on playing as long as I could. I felt I was fit enough. Uh, and I ended up going to, uh, I had, I think Paul Jill wanted to take me to Sheffield Wednesday, but he had to sell the idea to the to the the board, you know, or the chairman or whatever, because I, my agent and everything. I spoke to Warsaw and I, and then I went to, uh, I ended up going to Cambridge with Preecy, Roy McFarland. Terrific, really excellent. So yeah, Preecy was instrumental in taking me there and I was grateful for that. And they tried to take me, even when I I, I was pretty much finished at, St- at Steamley, they tried to take me back in the league uh, to Torquay. Because um, Preecy went down to Torquay as well. That's right. To, to go down there. And they were going to give me a contract till I was like 40, 41 or something like that. Ridiculous, but uh, it didn't happen. Yeah. Didn't happen. But uh, what a player! Great, yeah. wonderful effort. Um, feisty, um, very clever, very clever player. Um, great, great um, natural ability, great vision. Um, and as I say, a, a, a wonderful effort. And um, he, he was strange because Priestley would get in the box and he'd rather lay it off than score himself. Yeah. I know he scored, you know, he was he used to score goals at uh, Warsaw and he did score goals throughout his career. But I think he had this kind of like real, um, how can I put it? His passion seemed to be being su- the supplier. Mm. You know, he, he got a lot of uh, enjoyment from, from creating and, you know, putting people, other people in. You know, he wasn't looking for the glory himself, but uh, what, what a player. Do miss him. Do miss him. Mm. Yeah. Great, great player. And from what I hear, like you said, great, great person. Yeah. We'll move across to the next, to the right-hand side of centre-mid. Centre-mid, yeah. Um, I was just trying to think who else I played with in the in the middle of the park. I probably mentioned them all. Um, Ray Houghton. And I thought he might have been in the team, Ray Houghton, uh, or thereabouts. Yeah. But you mentioned him already, Ray Houghton. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, right, Razor. The number of players. I played some really, really good midfielders. And... Um, but the, the player I, I, I'm, I'm putting in, I played with, obviously, I say early. Uh, at Oxford? Wasn't that early. Uh, no, no. Oxford? It wasn't, oh. It wasn't Oxford. Um, this is at Luton. Yeah, it is. Um, um, all right, I'll, I'll give you a clue, and I think it'll just give it away. I think it'll just yeah, give I'll it away. Uh, elegant. Yeah. Elegant. Play, everyone's, everyone's had him in his team who's played with him. Everyone yeah, who's been have. here. I've had him in their team. Okay. Pure elegance, him. poetry in motion. Um, I remember playing in a game and he did a leg over and I think a portion of the crowd behind the goal went <laughs> the leg over. They kind of swayed across. 
and just a just a lovely footballer to watch, graceful, um, and a bloody good footballer. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people are putting right midfield. What's your thinking putting him actually in the middle? I would have him in the middle. That's how I know him as the middle. I think. I don't know. If that's why. But a lot of people are putting him on the right. But a lot of people are putting him on the right hand side, and this is a wingery kind of thing. Um. Yeah. I. I. I guess. I don't know. Just people are trying. Look. Like, yeah. Because he's that good. I'm just going to throw him in. I can't leave. You know. Hit X, Y, and Z out, and I'm yeah. just going to put him in the team because he was that good. Maybe they've got a, an overload of central midfielders, and they just want to accommodate. I don't know. Um. I don't see. You've got him. I'm guessing you both know who it is. Oh, yeah. Ricky Hill. Yeah. Ricky Hill. Yeah. I only know Ricky as a, a central midfielder. That's his position. I mean, I'm sure he could play anywhere, really. He, he was a gifted footballer, great footballing brain. Um, people talk about him not having another one that didn't have, you know, an abundance of pace. He didn't need to. He didn't need to. Um uh, a player, actually, another player I, I forgot to mention on the left side was a lad I played with right at the end of my career, and he's only just finished playing. I think it was George Boyd. Yeah, George. George remember Georgie Boyd? Yeah, Peter Bruff. Yeah, yeah. He ended up in the in the Premiership with Hull and whoever else, somebody else, Burnley. Burnley. Yeah. Right. Well, I, I recommended George to uh, Paul Jewell, him and uh, Dave Kitson, who uh, was at, Ca at Cambridge, but George had played. Played with the right side at the end of my career. He was just a, a, a coming through the sort of a reserves at Stevenage, and I was sort of like the reserve manager or coach. And um, I recommended him. And and Paul Jewell came back to me and he had all his cut, all his uh, his team there, you know, and they were earwigging the conversation because they were the scouting team. And they said, you know, this lad Boyd, he's not quick enough. And I said, listen, he is quick enough. I said, but he's got such fantastic lateral movement. He gets players off balance. He doesn't actually need a bit like, uh, and, and I'd say Ricky's the same. Brilliant body swerve, grace, and he get people off balance, and he wouldn't need a whole lot of pace to get faster. If that makes sense. Um, but he had pace. I, I remember him playing in, at Southampton in the quarterfinal of the the cup. Uh, uh, it was at Cook. It was at the and he scored and he showed a turn. These yeah. lads aren't slow. None of them are slow, and it's and the speed of thought as well is the other thing you have to consider. Great speed of thought. Yeah. Um, what, what a player just to, to be around and to, and to, to watch. I, you know, as a football fan, I want to see these players. Yeah. Oh, I agree. Definitely. So, right wing. Right wing. I mean, the biggest shout out, I, I, I say right wing or left wing, biggest shout out goes to, and, and I was a big fan of his, a big fan of his before I played with him, was Chris Waddle. What a player. Unbelievable player. Um, he gave me the worst five minutes of my career. Mitchell Thomas always liked to remind me. I was playing for Oxford, so I'm, you know, I'm, I'm a little bit wet behind the ears. And I've got uh, the late Tommy Caton. I mean, remember Tommy Caton? He played yeah, for Man City. Man City yeah. Supposed to be the next England captain. Tommy played left side centre-back, and I'm left-back. Of course, Tommy was a bit wary of his pace, and he wanted me to tuck right in with him, which then allowed Chris Waddle to hug the line. And of course, who have they got in midfield? Ozzy Ardiles, um, Mickey Hazard, whoever. That Great supply. They're just bringing balls out the air. Ping, straight out to Waddle. Bring it down on his chest. I'm tucking in with Tommy Caton. He's got a 20-yard run on me. I mean, he's running at you quick. And he used to say he, he was quick. And he'd just drop his shoulder. He had the ridiculous body swerve. I think in the first five minutes, my legs were knocked. I, I fell over two or three times. <laughs> I just couldn't move my feet quick enough, you know, and I was all over the place. And that was a very quick learning, Tommy. 
your pace isn't a problem. He's a problem. So I'm going to, you know, I went out and dealt with him. And after that, I was all right. I was fine. But it was a, it was a, a welcome to the first division, you know. And but he's not, made your, player, he's not made your team. Just give me five minutes. After that, I was all right. I was all right. Because I was quick enough to, to deal with, him, you know, the pace and all the rest of it. But uh, it was just letting him have that 20-yard run on me. I was all over this. But, what but he's not made your team. But he's not made your team, has he? Not made my team. Not made my team. Uh, yeah. The other one... I like Jamie Lawrence as well. Jamie Lawrence, if you want somebody in the trenches, Jamie's your man. Get him in there. What a player. I love them. Absolutely. Um, yeah, you know, you, you can go on. There's some, some great players. But no, the player I've I've gone for is um, somebody who I still keep in touch with. Um, probably, I used to probably give him a bit of stick when we played together. Um, but, you know, down the line, you appreciate what a player he was. Unbelievable talent, unfortunate with injuries, played with him at two clubs. Um, the probably the fastest is a real artist being able to run fast with a ball and not break the stride. The he's the probably the fastest person I've seen run with a ball. He's quicker than most people, and they haven't even got the ball. He would beat them in a race and he'd be running with the ball. Unbelievable pace with the ball, balance. Um, I played with them at two clubs. Two clubs. Um, yeah. Two clubs. He might have done us here now. No, I reckon. Go on, Scott Oaks. Scott Oaks. Oh, Oaksy, yeah, I forgot about Oaksy. I mean, listen, you've only got to look. I remember somebody did, I remember seeing a, a, a clip and put Paul Tell for another one. Yeah. That's what I, that's what I, was I love Tell. Tell, Tell was, had the, the, the most ridiculous engine I've ever seen. I mean, what a career he had. You know, he played yeah. at the top five for most of his career. Unbelievable career and, and probably quicker than what you thought, but what an engine. What was he like in the long distance running? He oh, was just, ridiculous. You just see a yeah. puff of dust in, in the distance and, and oh, fright, frightening athlete, frightening athlete. I played with another one, central midfielder, who was like that, Trevor Hebbard at Oxford. Yeah, it was, it was mentioned Trevor, he's a good engine. I'll, go, I'll just mention it now, but I'll get back to Oaksy. We used to do a cross-country Oxford. So you did the whole pre-season. These are the days where you did two weeks of just pure running. Them and them days, running. Couldn't feel your legs for the first sort of like, after about the 10th day, you start feeling your legs. It was brutal. And then you do some football. But right at the end of pre-season, at the end of your six weeks or whatever it was, we did a cross-country run at Oxford. I don't know how many miles it was. But we had some really fit lads. And there was one lad, uh, Jim X, who played at Fulham as well. Um, Jim, head of coaching at the PFA, he, he, he was doing marathons out of the season. That's how good a runner he was. Doing marathons. So doing this run. We had one lad as well turn up in a proper running vest. It was a you know good long distance run and proper shorts. You know, the, the silky shorts in them days. And the thin, well, the thin black, ones. Black on the side. Yeah. And so we're doing this and everyone's there were lining up and jostling. And I'm thinking, you know, yeah, I'll have a bit of this. I, I wasn't even in the equation. So they're going along and, and the player in question was Trevor Hebbard. His nickname was Nijinsky and after the famous horse, the race horse. And Trevor, and so there's the three of them. That's the, th the three, one with all the gear on. All. And then Jim X, who was doing marathons out season. And then Trevor Hebbard. And I think he, he, he dropped one of them. And then they've got a couple of miles to go or something like that. And Trevor starts talking. Like normal. <laughs> he's talking. Like he's not even out of breath. And he's chatting away. So did you have a good summer, Jim? And, and, you know, he's chatting away. And then he said, well, I'll catch you later on. And then he just upped the pace and he was away. He was away. Absolutely frightening runner. And, and Jim told the story afterwards. And, and, and uh, 
uh, I'll never forget as well, we were doing a cr uh, cross-country run at, um, at uh, Bradford. So, you know, I'm an old, I'm, I'm in you know, my late 30s or whatever I was, and we did this pre-season and around this massive park. And I think this young lad lapped me. First time it ever happened to me, you know, and it's, it's hard to take, isn't it, you know, lapping. But as he went ran, running past me, he's singing, uh, one, two, break three. He's singing a Queen song as he's running past me. I wanted to punch it. If I could have caught him, I would have punched him. <laughs> Singing, I want to break free as he's lapping me around this massive park. <laughs> Unbelievable. What a laugh. But uh, yeah, Oaksy. Oaksy, yeah. Uh, somebody did a, a clip of some of his goals and stuff like that. And and like I say, dynamic, unbelievable pace uh, and, and, and close control. And, and, and the goal, obviously, people will always remember him is that they regard him as the the best ever goal. He, he picked the ball up in the right back position. It was against Derby. We're down to 10 men, I believe. And he's run the length of the pitch on a muddy pitch as well. Yeah. And he's fired really? that ball in and got the winner at the end. And I got the assist because I had the right back position. <laughs> but I remember as well in the, in the, in the cup run, he scored a great West goal. West Ham. Uh, I think it was, a, well, yeah, West Ham. Also, he scored at Cardiff, if I remember rightly. Yeah. Did he scored at Cardiff? Yeah. Yeah, I think he did. The guy had phenomenal talent, pace. He could shoot. You know, cr he could create goals. You just didn't see enough of him because he's he had injuries. He had injuries, mm. and what a funny guy. And it was also a really good. Um, he's one of these these um, athletes that was good at other. He was great at tennis, golf yeah, as well. Great at golf, still is a you know terrific golfer. Just had this hand-eye coordination. And uh, he was, like I say, I used to give him a stick, you know, I used to think he didn't track back and all the rest of it. But players of that time, you work around that. Let him go yeah. and do his stuff. Let him go and do his stuff. And, and I appreciate that more now, you know, since I've been in management and coaching and all that kind of stuff. But um, yeah, yeah, easy pick. Fantastic. Right, now we get so we business end. Yes, the business end. Money, yeah, the, yeah. Money ball, the money, but the money earners. The money earners. The yeah. strikers, well, everyone knows strikers, that they get yeah, the yeah, most money. Well, I've, got a, 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 I've just wrote down a, a few forwards. I mean, uh, one at Luton, of course, Johnny Hartson. How good was Johnny? Yeah. I used Johnny because I used to study players, watch their movement and, and, and what they do. And I mean, jo Johnny certainly didn't wasn't blessed with fantastic pace, but what strength. The man was a beast. And I used to I work with players, bigger lads and all the rest of it. And I used to use him as a reference point for for some of the things he used to do. Because when he used to back in, he used to notice it, he'd almost like take a, a jump back. So as he's coming in to receive the ball, I mean, he was he was a man mountain anyway, Johnny. He's like a big bear, wasn't he? He'd almost tread on people's toes, centre-half's toes. And I mean, if you're a centre-half and that's ever happened to you, you're trying to get out the way, suddenly you're leaving yourself off balance and then this big arm will come around you and he'll, he'll turn you, he'll roll you effectively. And, and that's what he, he, used to, he used to do. But what, what a man mountain he was. Great in the air, goal scorer. You know, he was a at, uh, at Celtic. Wasn't he the, the world record for the youngest teenager? He's like the most yeah, expensive awesome. teenager. Yeah, most expensive, awesome. yeah. yeah. So, yeah, hearts and... I'll play, I'll play some good forwards. Um, Steeny, you know, he's like Mal Donaghy. Steen goes, you know, even Mark Steeny. Well, but Robbie Blake, I love Robbie. He was my room partner. Blakey was hilarious. What, what a good player as well. John McGinley... John Aldridge, uh, Dean, Dean Saunders, it's some good. Whoa, good they're not these, they're not making your team. No, 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 no. Well, uh, it is one I played with. 
um, there used to be a song at Celtic. If the ball uh, hit the net, if it's not George the Cadet, Cadet, it's the Canyon. Jo- George Cadet. I played with George Cadet. What a player. George Cadet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great goal. There's a lad I, I really liked at um, Bradford. He had injury problems as well. It was a good lad called Rob Steiner. Had everything. Had everything. I was going to say, yeah. I, he could have he been, but he just, you know, again, injuries and stuff like that. John McGinley. Yeah, Scottish. Yep. Yeah, yeah, McGinley yeah. was. I, I could go on and on, you know, and, and apologies and that was scored. And but yeah. the first one, yeah, um, I think I might get. I think I might get this one. This is someone you might, you might not. Someone might not have cho- chosen, but like very, very skillful. Um, you, know? you might not have thought of him. Then maybe I'm wrong. Go on, go on, carry on. Sorry, go on. South African. Ah, oh, Roy the boy. <laughs> no, he's not in it. He's not Roy. in it. Obviously, I'm... yeah, Roy, Roy Wigley. He could get. He can walk in. I remember Ray Harford. Ray Harford used to say, and it was passed down to him from one of his mentors, always have a crowd pleaser in your team. That's what he used that as a reference to Roy Wegley. And what what a player. I mean, ridiculous skills. He, he, he sends his regards, by the way. Things. He sends his regards. Roy, Roy, where did you learn that skill? Um, I was just watching the black kids in Suweta. They play with, uh, you know, rag balls and, you know, his South African accent and all the rest of it. But he said there was players out in South Africa, and I don't know if the um, he said that, that that we never saw, we never got the privilege of seeing. He said they were unreal, you know, mm. the Pele sort of, you know, yeah. category. He just he used to, you know, but what a player Roy was! Wow, <laughs> I don't. Well, I spoke and to and he kept with me for a bit. He was he was he was mad as a hatter. He borrowed my car once, and I, he got about ten parking tickets. He, he, I, I spoke with him the other day about coming on and he's like no I don't do those things I stay off social media I don't like those things <laughs> it's a typical one I mean listen he was you know he didn't drink and uh, wow what what personality was, and so it's not was, him anyway so he's not one not of regularly he's golf. No. He, he was a professional golfer as well so mm. no wasn't it wasn't it no um, were you, are you guessing or did you, did you want clues get, get clues I know I'll, 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 I'll give us um, clues then go on all right, the first clue for my first forward is if he played today, yeah, he'd score well. countless goals if he got the right supply. He would scare the life out of every defender. Yeah, we got, we got, we got the. All right, then. Big Mick. What? Big Mick. Big Mick Alford. Big Mick. I, I, I mean, what clues do you give? I know. <laughs> you, can't, you can't. You can't like that. I mean, scores you know, scores great scores great own goals. Stuff like that. Sorry. Scores great own goals. Oh, he claim an own goal for that one. I know what the reference is to. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, that was that was when he was at Derby, of course. Um, yeah. But yeah, we're all thinking of Mick at this moment in time, and and we hope yeah. you know he's he's um, he's doing okay. What a player! Yeah. The, the height he could jump was was frightening. It's it's peak, and um, I remember watching him, and I was watching. Now, strangely enough. I was at Oxford and and um, we played Luton and I was so I was suspended in one game and injured in the other. So I missed actually. I think I played the whole season. I missed two games and I think they were both the Luton game. And coincidentally, um, the game at uh, the Manor Ground at Oxford we lost five two. And then the, I went to to Kenilworth Road to watch the the following game away from home. Lost seven four. I believe it's still a record. Um, 18, I think it's 18 goals in the two corresponding league games. And I think it got equaled a few years back. 
for 18 goals. I didn't play in that. And that I think that might have been the year we played uh, Luton in the, uh, the Luton Woods Cup semi-final. Right. Yeah. But I played in both the, the semi-final games. Yeah. Uh, who, would you, who would you liken Mick to in the modern era? So, if you were to say yeah, he's similar, so who, who do you think he's like? Who do you think? Oh, so, right. what player do you think he's closest to? For some of the the younger fans listening who haven't seen him or only see very small snippets. See, when I, I look at because you, the obvious reference is a, a big man, a big man at five, yeah. a big man. So you, you know, you kind of think I'm trying to think off the top of my head. You know, and and some of the players that I'm just coming up with off the top of my head who are big, tall. You know, that type of player, Andy, you know, it's in these lads. You think about the moves Andy Carroll got. Mm. And he, yeah. did he play for England as well? He played for England. You know, work on, yeah. uh, uh, I'm trying to, I'm trying to think not in the same league as Mick. Not yeah. the same. And you've got to remember as well when, when I know Mick had moves and in, in, in later in his career he went to, to Chelsea, but you were pretty much stuck at a club. There was no Bosman in them days. Um, you know, so I know, you know, there was a big story about, um, the fallout between Alex Ferguson and Brian Kidd was over Mick, I believe. They wanted to wanted to get Mick in at Man United. Makes total sense. You know, Mick, Mick had injuries as well. Um, but hell, you just, you, you just, I couldn't compare with it, uh, anyone. You know, Calvert Lewis. Oh, no, no, you know. No, I mean, the, no. the, 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 the only one I can think of, of is is not even, um, not here, not here, of him in England, is the one at Dortmund. The big oh, Harland. Harland. Yes. No. He, no? No, I wouldn't have Mick at that. Harland's got ridiculous pace. Mick, Mick fantastic. I mean, you know as well as anyone, Mark, Mick had a fantastic touch. Yeah, true. Bringing things down his ch- chest. Volleys, volume. Great feet. Um, but he didn't have that pace as Harland. That's Maybe true. that stature and the size and all the rest of it. Yeah, no. But yeah. listen, throw something in the box. Who do you want in there? You, so, you, so he's a bit more like Zlatan. Yeah, Zlatan. Yeah. I'm thinking size and, and yeah, presence size as well. Presence, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Possibly. I mean, Zlatan was obviously. Um, I don't know. He'd do probably a bit more on the ball, on the dribbling and stuff like that. Yeah, um, dribbling stuff more. But Mick would be closer technique wise to Zlatan because Mick could volley a ball for fun. His volume was oh, yeah, unbelievable. At everything. And, and and you got to remember as well it was it was a, a different era. I mean, it's it's unfair to actually say talk about players, you know, comparing players of yeah. different yeah. generations yeah. because because the, the football was different and and uh, you could the rules were different. You could get away with a lot more stuff back in the day. Obviously, when when we played, but um, but Mick would thrive today. He's one player that would really thrive because he would. I remember being at Luton, he got called up for England. He was talking about the, you know, the technical side and the, and the five sides with the England players, how good it was, and all. and he would thrive on that kind of like in today's football because he was skill, he was skillful. But you've got to remember in those days he had some bruiser that would be, you know, trying to kick you and hurt you from behind. Yeah. So if that didn't have an effect on any, any anybody as a player. I don't know what did. I bumped yeah. into Matt Lecizier the other week. He came down, he was doing a speech down at um, Bedford Town Football Club and I was down there watching the boy play and um, we were just talking about it. And, and I didn't want to blow smoke up his backside, but he's one of the few players that I would watch, you know, like the Premiership, 100 goals. Mm. You know, when they get the, he's on one of them, isn't he? He's got the, the 100 goal club. If, he, if I saw him come on on the TV, I'd have to watch it. 
because yeah. his goals were outrageous, weren't they? Yeah. And he played in a, te- but he was one of the players that used to come off into pockets. Mick would do that as well. Mick would come yeah. on, you know, before it was, it was sort of like people recognised that. Yeah. Uh, as a tactic, if you like. And, um, and, I, and I was chatting to Matt and I was saying, listen, you know, the goals you scored and all the rest of it, and, and it's against some brutes as well. People would be generally out there to hurt you rather than get embarrassed if you because you scored against them. And and you know, yeah, and I think that that's something that that's something that a lot of um, fans would instantly think, "Oh, Mick wouldn't thrive because he's a bit of a, a bustle and he uses elbows and stuff." But so therefore, he give away a lot of free kicks. But people don't also think it the other side of the coin that he wouldn't maybe need to do that as much because he wouldn't be, as you say, being smashed every two seconds. Because they'd be protected a bit more yeah, in the modern yeah. era. I, I think certainly, um, if he didn't have that, you, you, you know, it was sink or swim, and and he he could look after himself, but he had to be able to look after himself. Yeah. You know that 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 was a given. And um, but imagine if you took away that element, how some of these players would have thought, and Mick would have been one of them. Yeah. You would have seen the, the the finer points of his game, the technical side, the great touch, which he showed anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, but there would be more of that, more of this technical side that people appreciate today. And there's no question he would have thrived in the modern. Absolutely. Yeah, definitely. Not even in question. Great definitely. Right. Player, great finisher, beast in the air, and, and uh, a great guy. Yeah. So next to Mick, next to Mick is who up front? You've mentioned um, so many. I don't, know, I don't know who it could be. Yeah. Um, you, know, you know what we're talking about? I'm thinking of other players. <laughs> As I'm going wrong, I'm thinking, Jesus, I, I, I forgot him. I forgot him. And, you know, so I do, I do apologise. It's just, you know, it's, I'm at that age. Um, so, yeah, the, 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 the player that's going alongside me, obviously, I mentioned Steeny. I think he might have been an obvious choice, choice with his fantastic movement and great for the term. I've gone with something. Absolute menace. Absolute menace. Caused bedlam. Um, had injuries, but I'm picking him as his absolute best. Um, he great engine run around all day. He just a great goal every time. I funny enough, I played against once. He scored the and he scored the winner. And um, it, it, I'll never forget. I, there was this ball. I was I was playing centre half against him, and he's obviously sent forward. And this ball, this diagonal ball came, and it's one of them where Marvel have been in that position where you've committed yourself, but you think, oh my god, I'm not going to get there. And if I miss this. I knew this, I didn't have any cover. I knew I was in isolation. So if I don't get this, he might score. He might score. And, and I've gone for it with my foot. It's up near his head. And clatter, you know, as you know, we're all over the shop. We're on the floor. And I think the ref was going to send me off. And he had a good case to send me off. I'll be honest with you, because I just, I had to, I committed myself. And I, I was like, say, I, I can't remember. My foot was right near his head. I don't know if I made contact with his head. And he jumped up. And he said, no, 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 never touch me, blah, 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 blah. I'd have probably done the same, I'll be honest. But uh, yeah, and I thought I was going, but I just I stayed on the, but he had the last laugh, he scored the winner. And every time I saw him, he scored. Every time I saw him, I went to watch him play a few times, he scored, he scored. And um, we, I was with him one night and he went to another club and it just so happens where the support, I don't know what it was, it was some, some event going on. But there was a load of these supporters. I mean, a few hundred of them of a club he played at, and they sang singing his name all night. Have you, have, have you already mentioned his name already? I think you. No, don't think I have. Oh, oh, don't think I have. Which club did you? Oh, you got to give us some clues, him. 
Class. I was going to say, was it Bradford? Was it Bradford? No. Big Billy Howard as well. There's another one. Oxford? Uh, was no. he at Oxford? Yeah, he was at Oxford. Did you play with him at Oxford? No. I was going where Andrew was going. That's where I was going, Andrew, where he was going. Did he play for... Did he Did he, Did he? he win the FA Cup? No. Uh, I'm just trying to think of clues. Um, um, nationality? English? No. Northern oh, Irish? Okay. Yes. But you played with him at Oxford? No, I didn't say that. Um, no. You said, was he at Oxford? And I said, yes, he was. Yes. We got it then. We got it then. Sunderland? Yeah. Andrew? I was stumbled. <laughs> Northern Irish. And he played Sunderland. at Sunderland. Yeah. There's a, a big clue I said earlier on to you. That, th- that threw you, didn't it? You said, was he Oxford? And he was at Oxford. Yeah, he was. Yeah. And I was there. No, strangely enough, I was with him for a bit. Oxford. Ah, I tell a lie, okay. but I wasn't signed. I went there. I, I, I was out of contract. At, uh, sorry, I wasn't out of contract. I was no longer required. My services, services were no longer required at Cambridge. And I went to Oxford. Right was the manager. And we did pre-season together. Have you got it? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Got it. Got is, it. That, is that Burnley as well? Yes. No, go on. Bill Gray. Tippy Gray. <laughs> Do you know the only person I had in my head was Ian Dowie? And I don't know why. I was Ian Dowie. Did Dowie fit? I Dowie, Dowie didn't Dowie go before. to Sunderland. All I had in my head was Dowie didn't go to Sunderland. I can't believe that. <laughs> Ian Dowie. <laughs> How well did Ian Dowie do for Luton? Yeah. Yeah. Brilliant. And, you know, Matt Letizia speaks really highly of him. He was a great foil for Matt Letizia. Great, great uh, athlete as well. Um, but, yeah, Phil Gray. Tippy, yes. Tippy, Tippy. yeah. I mean, he, he had his injuries, unfortunately. And, and, and one, one of them was down to me in training, I think. I, I gave, pulled his shirt back and uh, he did his knee and then he plaster. I actually don't remember that, but he reminded me. And uh, <laughs> He would. Wow. Well, you, you know, remember when he was at his... Absolutely. Yeah, he was a horrible menace. Yeah, menace. I mean, I remember was it was it Butcher Terry Butcher playing for Sunderland? And yes, he, Bill's come off with his shirt in shreds. He told me he spoke about it. He's kicking him and this, that, and the other. And Phil, and he signed him on the back of that later on when he became Sunderland. He, 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 I'm sure it was him that signed him, or was it Peter? No, it was, I'm sure it was him or Peter Reed on the on the back of that game. And he gave Terry. I mean, listen, you don't mess with Butcher. And he did mess with it, and he got the upper hand. He was, he, uh, you know, he, his his work ethic and his work rate at that particular time was frightening. And as I say, every time I saw him, he scored. He just kept scoring goals. I remember going to watch him at um, Port Vale, and it was funny enough, Alec Chamberlain was playing in goal for Sunderland. Five one up, he got an assist. Took it on his chest, volley, first time. Unbelievable goal, unbelievable, and the, and they were, and of course they're just singing his game, and and as I said, we went out in a hotel in in Warwick, yeah. and there was all Sunderland fans there, and somebody spotted him, and they were just singing his, it, it was fantastic. So they appreciated him there, and I think you know, obviously I left Luton, and and he came back later in his career. Whether or not you saw the best of him at um, at Luton, I, I don't know, but certainly at, uh, at Sunderland, they loved him. Hero absolutely loved him. But uh, gone with Phil. I think a great foil with Mick. Um, he'll be stretching the pitch, he'll score goals, and um, and that's my team. Is there anything significant about my team that you noticed? Um, yeah, you're all friends. They're all friends of yours, I suppose. Your mates, because they're mates, no? Well, there, there is that, I suppose. I, I mean, you know, some you keep in Every single guns. one played for Luton Town. Yes, indeed. Yeah. Yes, indeed. And do you know what? If you're a fan of Oxford, Stoke, Fulham, 
any of those teams, that's why you should support the mighty Luton. That's what I'm going to say. <laughs> <laughs> As a Luton fan, <laughs> I, to, I have to say it. I have to say it. <laughs> and the time said that the lap, well, there's two things we've got left. Um, one, which manager is going to be the one to manage this 11? You've um, me, you, you can be you. Well, you can be I you. pick the manager, aren't I? Well, you can, but you can, you're going to try and put me in a corner, aren't you, and get me to pick a, an all time manager? Well, you one can't of my managers you. who I played with. No, well, see, well, some, well, some of some people have picked, um. You've coaches. You've coaches, yeah. Some people who have been mentors to them who've been good for their career. So like you mentioned coaching earlier, somebody like yeah. that. Not necessarily. Yeah, I, I'm not I, gonna... I, you know what? I, I there's there's so many managers I really enjoyed working with. And listen, some I didn't get on with at a, a certain point in time, and 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 then you, you kind of build that relationship in time. And there's some that that you know I I I I didn't get on with, but I appreciated them what they were trying to do. And, and you know, you look back and you also have to think, you know, was I the problem as well? <laughs> you know, you have to take some blame sometimes and accept that, you know, I, I wasn't sort of working to their rules or whatever. Um, but hey, I worked with some people, terrific men and great players from yesteryear and all the rest of it. And uh, Tom, know, just stop they, sitting they, on they, the fence. They, stop I enjoyed sitting Paul on the fence and just pick one. Just pick one. Just Jordan, pick one. Well, Jordan was fantastic. Uh, um, Jim Smith. Oh, my gosh. Listen. I'm Jim, not even Jim joking. Smith, the bold eagle. Come on, I'm thinking of entertainment value as well. I mean, th- th- uh, listen, I, 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 I would, if, if, if you had to pick a manager, Andrew, you see what I'm on about. This listen, is going to be a part one. If you had to two, pick a manager, on, bear with me on this. I'm so I, love, my, I, I love Jim Ryan. Battery. I've got to charge my iPad because he's been talking that long. On. Uh, listen, <laughs> all right, I'll make. I'll, 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 I'll cut to the chase. Okay. The, the person I'm going to pick, pick, who was obviously ahead of his time when he was at uh, Tottenham, um, you know, an absolute football fanatic. And I think because he was very much a, a, a forward-thinking manager, modern-day modern, modern day manager, way ahead of his time, uh, when I think of what's go, what people are doing today with, with the football, I'll go with uh, David Plate because it keeps the Luton theme going as well. There, there you go. go. Good, that's smart. Yeah, I like that. I like that. And the last thing, it, it, last... what I'm saying, you know, if he's modern day, if he's playing today and managing today, there'll be lots of freedom in that team as well. And the and, and, and the Oakses and whatever need the and the Marvin Johnsons need that freedom to go and express themselves. And the last final question is that, like, um, just to let you know, all the teams, um, Luton, Fulham, Torquay, Bolton, Cambridge, what what are you at now since you've I mean, like you said, you alluded to that you was involved in the game. Um, what are you up to now? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, I, I mean, I've been pretty much in football since I finished playing. Um, and, and, and it's become, listen, it's a young man's game. I think there's a newer, younger generation coming through and that's great. And um, I finished at Oldham a year ago, just over a year ago, I think it was. Um, ridiculous, absolutely ridiculous place. Great club. See, I, I remember Oldham from yesteryear, you know, Premiership Club. Yeah. Andy Ritchie. Players there. Darren McDonald, McDonald played there as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but, but some fantastic games there, great cup nights. I've gone there with this in mind. And. Um, the place obviously had changed. They're, they're, they're struggling at the bottom of League Two all over the place. And travesty, 
we got the sack. Absolute travesty. Um, it, obviously, it was in, lock, in the lockdown period, but they were struggling when we got there. The team were all over the place, managed to get some stability, got the, turned the results around, got them safe, and then we got the sack the day before pre-season. And I'm thinking, what am I doing in this? It's a crazy industry. I've been in it long enough to know the pitfalls and the trials and tribulations of being involved in the game. Uh, and you know what? I now, more than ever, enjoy Saturdays and look forward to Saturdays watching my two boys. Best thing ever. Better than any football management I've been in. I loved it at Maidenhead as well, managing there. The start of my career and I'm at the end. So yeah, it, it, it's uh, it, now I just look forward to seeing them. I'm buzzing. You know, Good. two days away, I'm going to go and watch one of them. Unfortunately, they play at the same time. So I have to pick and choose, you know, take turns in watching. But uh, love it. Absolutely Fan- love it. Fantastic. Excellent. Fantastic. Well, I want to say on behalf of um, myself and my best 11, thank, thank you. you so much for your time, John. And that was John Dreyer's My Best 11.